This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Well, a very good evening, one and all, and welcome to the Mansfield Matters Press Conference Podcast. One in, one out, as the Mansfield managerial merry-go-round spins, spins and spins. My name's Craig Priest, alongside me on the press conference panel tonight. In the middle, we've got Mr Cam Felton. Good evening. And we've also got, on the far end, Mr Nathan, the chairman, Ed. I'm going to call you the chairman, why not? Why not, thank you. I'll take that. No, Good it means you've got a pair of wages, by the way. No, no, no. There you go. Lots to talk about uh, this week, uh, including the departure of uh, Steve Evans, the arrival of David Flickcroft, and much, much more. Bit of a different podcast for you this week, as you can tell, obviously, we've gone with uh, the mock press conference style. And there's no connection question or millionaire. It's been a busy week. What, have you seen outside the window? <laughs> Let's get stuck in as we talk the Mansfield Matters podcast. One in, one out. It's never easy at the One Course Stadium. Well, what do we make of uh, of of that that week? What a week! Where do you start? <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like, do you start with Steve Evans? Do you start like it just came out of the blue? It's like everyone were like, oh, d- oh Peterborough sat the manager. Evans wasn't even mentioned in the first few days, and then all of a sudden, it's just favourite. And everything just went from there, and it just came out of the blue. And then the announcement from the club that it uh, they'd have accepted the resignation from Evans and Dodgy. Yeah. So it was just everything just so rushed. A bit like the appointment, to be honest. Everything just came out of the blue. It was. I mean, it's an interesting one, isn't it? The, by the fact that it was it sort of sorted within forty-eight hours, if if you like, which you know just highlights that John and Carolyn don't mess about. We're an exclusive interview coming up with both of those uh, later on the show, uh, by the way, as well. But let's first and foremost go back to Steve Evans, and let's deal with him first, and then we'll we'll move on. Let's deal with the past before we look at the the present. Yeah, if you, you want to get your comments uh, coming in tonight, then uh, please do drop them in uh, the uh, the comments box, and we'll uh, get you involved. Uh, as we always inevitably do, um, we was anyone surprised that he went? We'll start yeah. with you, Nathan. Yeah, I, I was surprised because um, <clears throat> I mean there was a lot of when when it when it came to sort of Monday when the rumours started coming out and he was on sort of the betting odds sort of thing. A lot of people were saying 
he won't go and I was one of the people saying I'm sure he won't go just simply because where we are in the season like it's very from what I can remember I can't remember any other occasions in many seasons where I've known a, a, a side well a manager who's in a, who's a part of a team who's so high up in the table to just suddenly leave with just 12 games to go it's so unusual um, so for me I was very surprised very disappointed a little bit angry um, yeah, mixed emotions all put into one I think well I suppose could you see could have we seen it coming obviously he's done it before with Crawley uh, when he went to join Rotherham they were on the brink of promotion from mm. League 2 to League 1 and he drops down and joins Rotherham he did the exact same thing so well you can only <laughs> you can only Steve Evans alone is the only guy that knows what was going through his head but yeah. I mean the only thing I can sort of empathise with him is the fact of the what job it is the fact that it is his hometown you know it's where he lives and the opportunity came it's the only thing I can empathise with him his daughter work there or something is something really strange like family works there mm. or something but it's just all these things that add up. It's like he's lived in near Peterborough for something like thirty years or something, yeah. isn't he? So it's like his second team as such. So that, that, <laughs> but where's the loyalty? That's my that's my issue. There it is. Yeah. there it is. That's the that's the problem, isn't it? It's, it's not is. even never mind just to us, but to John and Carolyn for everything that they have done for, for Stephen. It, it is the loyalty question, isn't it? Stephen, is it? Stephen dodgy. Stephen dodgy. <laughs> well, that's it, isn't it? We should the sign should have been there all along. The fact oh, that yeah. it's dodgy, but <laughs> well, yeah, we should have taken note of that, but. I think, and the problem is, what's really annoying is obviously since since we've had Evans in the building, we've had every other supporter of every other club saying this is what it, sort of the, the potential he can do. Yeah, you sort of you just don't want to believe it, do you? You really think that he's in all these interviews saying this, this, and this, and you really believe that you know he's with us and he wants to see us succeed. Which I do think he wants to see us succeed, but it's like it's just like he's come in and done the job, but he's not finished it, and it's just if we go up now, I feel like. I said in a rant, if we go up up now, he deserves only the credit for assembling the squad, and that's it. Which John and Kyle Radford deserve probably more More. credit for, in that sense. So he deserves a little bit of credit for that, but for jumping ship, he he doesn't deserve the credit for us going up, you know, like say in total, because you just don't. I'm a bit worried now. I'm confident in the way we brought in, and I'm confident in the squad we've got, but I just think it's a bit that instability. I know we've had it before when Billy Dearden left many years ago, but I don't know, I just don't like the fact that this has come, if that makes sense. I mean, there's a lot of good quality players in that dressing room who will, you know, have had the experience of um, promotion before. They'll know what it takes. They'll probably have enough about them to to get us through. It's all about the characters in the dressing room now. Uh, Let's quickly go to the comments um, before we we lose them all. Keep them coming in, guys. Uh, We want to hear your thoughts on uh, the departure of Steve Evans and his decision to hand in his resignation. Thus, actually, if you think about it from a legal standpoint, uh, denying Mansfield the right to any compensation pay. All right, you, 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 you gain what you don't have to pay him in wages anymore. But you lose compensation pay, which arguably might have been more, it might have been less. You don't know, but it, it leaves. I think the fact he, he resigned to then take another job rather than Peterborough making an approach just <clears throat> there's something which smells about that. In, in yeah. all honesty, let's go through the comments then. Um, 
Paul says a roller coaster week. Uh, Got to get behind our new manager now. Onwards and upwards. Simon says uh, evening guys. Hope you're all well. Uh, just want to say a very warm welcome to David Flickcroft. Hope he does well for Mansfield. Steve has only gone for one reason and one reason only in my opinion. And money, obviously. Uh, Simon and Mark not with us on the panel tonight. Obviously, if you look out the window, you'll see it's uh, ice maiden out there. So it's, it's it, we we felt like Torval and Dean guiding Nathan. Yeah. Uh, from the <laughs> tonight. So was it? Us guiding him, or is it me and Nate trying to guide you to park? Yeah, 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 right. Moving let's on. be honest. Uh, moving <laughs> on. Uh, also, uh, Steve uh, Steve Pete says uh, we gave Steve a letter asking for a pre-season uh, friendly for next season against Rainworth. His answer was, "If I'm still here," while smiling. Uh, Shelley says, "I have said all season that he will move on, uh, promotion or not. Mansfield was just a stepping stone for him." Uh, Chris has heard there's more Gregs in Peterborough. Ellie <laughs> uh, says, "Hi, Nathan." Oh, I don't know if she meant it in that. In that, in that, it, it's, voice, it's, it's, it's Ellie, so he probably is in that voice. It's yeah, probably, he's a bit more of a yeah. Yorkshire accent. So, I mean, can, Evan, I mean, Evans, Evans is gone. Or, no, 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 that's no, not no, another no, accent. No, no. That's I mean, bad enough. Yeah. What, what do you mean? Is that bad enough? Oh gosh! I this is why I've left. <laughs> you, you's why I've left. I did um, tweet that. <laughs> uh, Paul says that he said in his interview he was offered the position at Peterborough several times, uh, but uh, but was the right. But was the right club wrong time? Unsure what has changed for him. Uh, money question mark. Um, I've also read an interview that uh, from the Peterborough chairman that uh, as soon as Evans realised the interview the position was vacant, he rang them. So again, like the waitress story when he came to Manchester, there are several different stories of this. Well, uh, yeah, coming so out. I thought he just wanted tickets, you know, for, for the game. Exactly. Yeah. And was he going? To, what was uh, a fo- an employed football manager doing going abroad? in the middle of the season as well Where, yeah. how do you explain that one away uh, Matt says disappointed that Evans has left uh, but with ha- but happy with Flickcroft coming in no matter what anyone says um, Callum says dodgy dodgy jotty uh, let's hope for Big Steve doesn't come looking for Macker and Rose in the summer uh, with Flickcroft I would have been conf- concerned about that but with Flickcroft now at the helm uh, obviously Rose has worked under him at Berry and enjoyed a, a nice little spell under him at Berry as well so don't see that happening no. Um David says, uh, good move by JR. Swift replacement will give us the chance to keep some continuity. And Ellie says, uh, in the response to the way that I read out of the first message, <laughs> yeah, I did. Um, Chris has just commented as well, uh, seems the players are happy that Evans has left the club. Any truth? Interesting one. Did anyone yeah. see George Taft's Twitter timeline? On, he uh, the liked, week? I saw that he liked the post that, the, that he'd left. I hope that's a good thing, because Tafty was quite popular here and then he just Evans just didn't choose him yeah so if that's a sign that he might come back then I hope so yeah I mean that's one for David Woodcroft and 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 him and everything what happens in a season but one thing that I wish I could wish I could know or go into if the one thing I could do is have a good power right now is to sort of go into players minds because obviously yeah, they're not going to come out and say anything, are they? But apart from when they write a book, for example, like there was a player, I forgot who it was, but... The, journey, it, the, book, the, the book is the journeyman, yeah, isn't yeah, it? And yeah, and obviously he wrote about Steve Evans and obviously everything in there wasn't very positive, was it? And it just... And a few just, players have said that, actually. Yeah, yeah I remember yeah. talking about a podcast where... Uh, 
it was it was the same yeah. same story. Uh, lots of comments coming in, so I'm just going to keep going through them, and then we'll, we'll, we'll carry on in a minute before I lose them all. Uh, keep them coming in tonight, guys. Obviously, really want your input with two panelists uh, down. If you've just joined us and you're wondering uh, why it's looking a little bit like a press conference, by the way, that's the whole idea tonight. We're going to play a, an interview with John and Caroline later on. We'll also hear from uh, David Flickcroft uh, himself from today's uh, press conference. Um, but yeah, we've done it as a bit of a joke, really, for the, yeah. the press conference. <laughs> Although I do quite like this actually being sat around the table. It, 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 it is quite, it is quite good. So maybe we'll. It, adopt would, it wouldn't in... work for five people though, because we've not. Got it would. Yeah, we've we'll, knocking me destroyed. Knocking <laughs> what little well, notes I have like, like, around. Like, space to move. Well, that's it. Well, I think it would work, but that's the, the discussion. We must try. You never know. Well, you never, you never know what I mean. We've came. By the way, people, you're very lucky tonight because we came very close to having a podcast at Nathan's house in the hot tub. So, that, you know, that <laughs> nobody wants to see nobody that. Wants to see that. Only not. upon promotion. Um, Paul says on the positive side, Steve Owens did bring in some good quality players that may not have arrived if he didn't, uh, if he hadn't been in, been the manager. Uh, Craig says Steve who flick cross blue and yellow army. Okay. Uh, Paul says Peterborough fans are building snowman statues as a thank you to Steve Evans uh, for going there. Must be plenty of snow up there. Um, <laughs> Ashley says Evans very rarely attacks his uh, attracts his ex players. They don't want to go back to him. That's a point we've we've spoken yeah. about many a time uh, before. Um, Matthew says uh, Taft would be a good player if Flickcroft brought him back Adam says just wondered why the only person smiling at the press conference this morning was uh, Carolyn John looked and appeared downbeat uh, I can tell you and, and obviously I was speaking to John and Carolyn as well here um, later on I'll address that um, and I genuinely believe this what, the statement which he said to me uh, they haven't slept for, for two days yeah. to try and sort wow. what they describe as a mess out uh, the, that Evans practically left them in to be fair so um, you can you can certainly understand that and given mm. The, the conditions this morning it was very very last minute to try and get it all arranged yeah, and that just showed it was out of the, it was out completely out of the blue for them as well as us wasn't it so it says it all doesn't it exactly uh, Ellie says uh, Evans went for money and money only in my opinion strange that he left at the uh, the point of the season that we are in uh, expects him to leave when we weren't getting the results unbelievable uh, Unbelievable and believable by Evans, uh, but that's just football. There's no loyalty, and his press conferences Peterborough, with Peterborough shows it. Uh, Simon says, "Would like to." Simon says, uh, "Drink your tea." Um, Simon says, <laughs> "Would like to think uh, what John and Carolyn actually think of Steve Evans." And Paul says, "Do you lads think Flickcroft will change the starting eleven? That's one we'll touch <coughs> upon uh, as we go throughout the show. Let's stay with uh, the Steve Evans uh, departure uh, for a second. I did a rant I tried to get us all together on um, was it, it was Tuesday wasn't it yeah, uh, yeah it, wasn't it, it wasn't happening mainly because the snow had started falling and everyone was all over the place so I did a bit of a, a Facebook live on, on this page and had a bit of a solo rant myself for about 20 minutes um, and I said then uh, about um, the fact that I wasn't surprised I was just disappointed that he'd, he'd done it in the manner he had done mm. And the fact that he not left it till the end of the season, and you know, moved moved away. I'm not going to be what he's done. Is you know, really, basically, what what he's done. And I wrote this in an article as well. Is you you remember the TV show Cowboy Builders? Yeah. Someone <laughs> pays a team of people to come in and, and renovate your house. That's exactly what John and Carolyn have done in footballing terms with with uh, Steve and his mate Dodgy. Um, and they've knocked half a wall down, started the rebuild, and then left it incomplete. Yeah, up in the air. That's yeah. exactly. And what they they are, may have done a, a decent job with that half of a wall they've done, but it's no good without the finishing half, is it? So exactly, exactly. You it's, know. It's, it's one of the things that I, I, I might get criticised for this as well. I don't know, but um, like I said, as, as I said earlier, there's a lot of 
I've got the feelings I've got are sort of angry sort of, and disappointed but I still the fact I don't want to be too negative because he still did that season so far we have only had six defeats which is pretty decent so although it's wrong what I think he's done now I still I'm a little bit grateful for what he has done throughout the season and like I say most of the credit goes to John Cowden but I still think there has been points this season where he has done his magic like with the likes of CJ Hamilton and players like that got the best out of them so I just don't want to be completely negative about it although as annoyed as annoyed, annoyed as I am and a lot of the other sports on I still think he did do some good here and I don't feel like he should be overlooked really yeah it's, it's, it's an interesting one I mean let's talk about his tenure you know the Evans reign as it were 15 months he lasted in charge of the Stags doesn't matter the way he left he's gone and we move on which we you know which we will do hopefully on Saturday although looking out the window and looking at the weather forecast I highly doubt it mm. I highly doubt Tuesday as well to be honest but there you go that might be a good thing we'll come on to that in, in a minute or two <laughs> as well but um, let's let's be, be frank about this the Evans reign what if you could sum it up in one sentence how would you you sum it up I'll start with Cam put him on the spot why not um Roller coaster. It's, he did say roller coaster, it, didn't he? But it's that's it. We've always been on this Steve Evans roller coaster, even from from day one. And we got off to a good start, and then we got absolutely hammered at Carlisle. So we've always been on this roller coaster. At some point, we've had his ups and we've had his downs. And we started this season on a massive down, and we've built it up over the last few months, and we started to get there, and. It's just ended, and I think <clears throat> just I think f- fair enough. What he's done in the past this season is good. He's got it to the point where it is. But if we don't get promotion this season, then it's he be, to blame. Yeah, well, I'd say yeah. so. Yeah, yeah. Because for walking he's, away for d- walking away at this point of the season. If he'd have walked away when he was linked with the Gillingham job, I think we still could have got there because it was enough of the season yeah. to regather ourselves. But now, 12 games away from the end of the season, if you have a, a bad run now and you don't get like a win in five games, then yeah. you can say goodbye to your promotion hopes. I've just had this in my ear. Um, there's a, a, a well-known podcast that uh, are looking out for a panellist, so I'm now jumping ship with 12 games to go. See you later, boys. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> but you won't miss anything? You won't miss the, the biscuits? I mean, these are good quality biscuits. Uh, I thought we'd we'll miss the biscuits. Yeah. biscuits and the tea. 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 Missed the consistency for a while, and it? We've finally got there. Yeah. Oh. A bit like Steve Evans, we've finally got a bit of consistency in the team. We've got a bit of stability, and actually, for the first time this season, we started having a few games where we didn't have any changes, which to me told me that we that consistency is there. We suddenly get that, well, at least and it goes. Are you trying to now? Are you trying to use that as a backhand way to say tonight's tea's not very good? No, I enjoyed no. it. Uh, well, no, it's just a positive. If Craig left, so would that photo of Paul Digby. That was very. True. That photo of Paul Digby would not leave him. To be honest, you, right? That's it. That photo of Paul Digby is coming on the. Oh, on the he's table. doing it after every that's podcast. It, yeah. it happens. Yeah. Yes. For those who are listening to the audio, you're very lucky right now. He's there. He is. I tell you what, that man will make an appearance in the rest of the season. He will. I think he, he will, will make a couple he's of appearances. Because under, he's played on the front yeah. cross before and he rates him very highly. There he is. He, the main man is Actually there. Fits in as well. It, it does fit in. And that's that's. You know what that is? Just for that's, Simon. That's, that's just for Simon. <laughs> that's that's the, the ghost of Simon. Uh, more comments coming in, guys. Keep them uh, coming in as well on our uh, Facebook live feed. If you listen to the audio version of this, where were you? 6.30. Well, 6.45-ish. I mean, we started oh, later okay. today because of the weather. Yeah. I was waiting for you to say ish. 
6.30-ish on a Thursday uh, for the live Facebook uh, version, facebook.com forward slash MTFC Matters, probably. Uh, Mandy says, evening guys, glad you've all arrived safe. Uh, was uh, wrong the way Evans left, uh, but we move on. Welcome to Dave and Ben to Field Milk. Come on, you stags. Uh, someone asked uh, the players that um, uh, Flickcroft knew well, obviously Rose, Digby has mentioned uh, Jacob Mellis as well had yeah. him uh, at various Will clubs Atkinson one, uh, Will Atkinson's another one as well um, I think he's got a bit of a history with some more of the senior lads uh, as well um, and I can tell you on the Danny Rose thing obviously today um, we'll talk more a little bit more about this in a little bit as well but obviously I was at the press conference today and Flickcroft arrived he wanted to get a training session on him from pretty much 9 o'clock half past 9 this morning the entire youth team and then some of the first team when they, when they arrived were all clearing the pitch the training pitch together as one to get a training session on that and the top pitch so it's it's fantastic and when uh, the players were walking up to go into a, a meeting obviously to be introduced to him for the first time and have a bit of a, a meeting before training as they always do um, Danny Rose walked through uh, Flickcroft walked through the other door and they embraced him a big bear hug and he said yeah. hello gaffer so it's good to see that's a good it's a good, good sign other comments coming in as well talked about Steve Evans uh, Mark says uh, he's had the best budget in our history can't disagree with that whatsoever uh, Shelley thinks that Flickcroft will keep the same 11 can you see our lone players uh, being recorded I'm not sure that there's a that recall to, yeah. on yeah. Taft anyway and I think it's only him who's at a decent enough level to, to, yeah. to consider bringing back you've got Butcher um, possibly you probably could but, but, uh, I mean yeah. he only went out first so I'll say, I think Butcher wanted to be close to yeah, him I, think, I doubt that would even happen yeah, anyway I think he'll and I think he'll probably end up at Peterborough in the summer because that's mm. closer that it's closer that way and yeah. you never know um, also uh, when I was talking about jumping ship uh, podcast wise Paul said uh, you're going nowhere Craig I mean yeah. done right I mean I live here so <laughs> quite <laughs> hard far, yeah. Yeah, exactly um, with, uh, Mark says with the money he has uh, had to spend we should be in the automatics uh, we're, we True. were not the bucket fa- bucket's favourites for no reason Um Ashley says in this good comment a uh, bit ironic Evans was on TalkSport 2 before you Craig yes I was on TalkSport uh, 2 earlier this evening and I didn't know that Evans was uh, on before me to be honest um, I was told two uh, two minutes before I went on air that Evans was on before me if I'd have been told before I would have loved to have a bit of a two way with, uh, with Big Steve and maybe done a double double Steve Evans alright where you gone because I, I, I hate you. I mean, you could have carried it on in his uh, voice uh, and confused him. I said, oh, what? show should have done I, that. I'm really sorry, but it's not good enough, I'm afraid. It's what? It's I'm, not good enough. You could have tried. Uh, I mean, yeah, I could have gone in. All right, no, this is not Craig, it's Steve. I'm really sorry. Got the wrong guy. Got the wrong I'm still on the line. You've pressed the wrong button, son. And I also still think I'm an idiot for leaving. What is that? That's awful. Come on. Where are we? I've lost all the comments. At least put some effort in it. Loads coming through the comments tonight. Martin says, think Evans has offloaded the players. Stephen says, David Flickcross, Barmy Army. Paul says, surely with Steve Evans going, they'll be looking to prove him wrong by continuing our winning streak getting us into League One um, Shelley says Simon you need to get back on the podcast as the Digby photo is up yes it is and I'll tell you what if we keep this set up that's, that photo is staying um, get used to seeing him in the side uh, Kyle says uh, to be honest now Evans has gone he's deadwood it's all about Flickcroft now and he has my back in great appointment is there going to be a, an embargo on uh, the Peterborough United uh, lads uh, from, from Dougie uh, Martin says aren't answering his plans at Peterborough um, to keep those comments uh, coming in right then he has gone the big fat man the big fat Scott and his mate Dodgy 
have walked out the door. Whether they approached Peterborough, whether they were approached by Peterborough, whether he was going for a cheeky two-night stay abroad. Who knows the story and frankly, who cares? Steve Evans, I direct this to you. Thank you for helping to bring in new players and giving us a taste of, you know, what could have been at Mansfield Town Football Club. At the end of the day, you are a coward and a cowboy for, for walking out on us because we were on the cusp of something good and you could have made, you could have got your 10th promotion on your CV and then left in the summer and we would have been, I think we would have been quite happy with that yeah. and, and yeah, said thank you very much, see you later. What you've done is just isolated yourself and made yourself look an idiot and hated in Mansfield. You had a dig at the fans. And now you've given them every single right to have a dig back at you, no matter when you play us in the future. Good luck at Peterborough. We'll see you in League One next season. David Flickcroft, this is to you. You're an absolute top man. I met you early today. And uh, Ben Fush as well. Great to see him back at the club as well. Um, decent appointment. And let's uh, let's get our opinions on it. Um, what do you make of his appointment? Because we talk about Evans jumping slips to, to Peterborough, uh, which is a bit of a sly move at this time of year, and then we've just kind of done exactly the same to Swindon. So, what do you I, make of it? I think that's I think what makes Evans going there to Flitterocroft coming here is that we've done it the proper way, and we've actually approached Swindon properly. We've paid compensation for Flitcroft and Futcher. And Evans has been tapped up by them, or he's approached them, not done it the proper way, and really the dodgy way, the dodgy way, really stabbed Carolyn and John in the back after the the effort they've put into this season. And credit to John and Carolyn for this season, the effort they've put in, the time and the money, and just everything they've done, and then over the last two days trying to find someone that they think are going to uh, get us over that line get us into League One keep us into League ne- uh, League One next season and I just hope that everything plays out how they want it to well we'll, uh, we'll, we'll talk more about David Flickcroft in a minute and our hopes uh, to see what he's done obviously he was unveiled as manager uh, this morning you can, follow the, you can see the full video of uh, Flickcroft's press conference on uh, the uh, club's official website mansfieldtown.net so get yourself on there and have a look at this uh, but here's a little clip of what Flickcroft had to say upon being appointed Mansfield Town manager the infrastructure the way they're gearing up the place is thriving you know, and, and again you don't usually get opportunities where everything's in place um, and, and there's a real forward momentum but as it happens you know the, the opportunity come up and uh, just feeling that warmth and to be wanted I think that's the biggest thing uh, in life but certainly in football when you're wanted uh, and you know there was no secret of that uh, I want to repay that faith and that um, I want to repay that trust that um, you know they've, they've put in me and, me and Ben I had a fantastic group of players and a squad of players I work for a top chairman in Lee Power uh, and you know, I'd like to publicly thank him for his support that he's given me, and, and again the way that he, he, he conducted uh, himself and and the football club. So, you know, I can't thank you, you know, Lee enough for the support he gives me. Um, you know, but I've left a group of players there who was, you know, was ready for promotion. So, there's no way I'd have turned that opportunity down. I want to get promoted. I want to get promoted for our fans, and uh, you know, there's no secret this hasn't been uh, fudged up anywhere that. Uh, it's anything different this is what we all want and, and I get that energy I've only been in the building two hours this morning and everyone's pulling in the same direction and that is something that is massive to me uh, as a person and um, you know I'm, I'm, I'm desperate to do well 
we I've just been down in Swindon, locked myself down there seven days a week, stayed in there, you know, and 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 worked really hard, you know, to to try and turn the football club around. And uh, and when you walk into this place, wow, this is this has been gearing up, like I said, gearing up, thriving, and uh, I just want to try and drive the energy forward because positive energy and positive people, uh, you can go, you can go a lot of good, good places. Well, uh, hopefully you could uh, you could hear that. Let us know in the comments if you if you could. Um, you guys were obviously listening to that because we yeah. could hear it uh, crystal clear uh, here as well. What did you make of uh, David Flickcroft's uh, comments then? Uh, interesting. It's obviously he's, he's mentioned about he's got uh, he obviously left a team that were ready for promotion. It obviously must have taken uh, a lot for him. I don't know whether it would take him a lot to whether Mansfield was right for him or not whether he should he have stayed at Swindon should he have come here I think it might have taken him a while to think about that but I'm glad he is here but hopefully if he can uh, keep keep talking about that positive mentality and keep that going forward then hopefully they can keep that going on the pitch as well Nath what about you he, he said about the family feel, you got a you got a sense sense of warmth. I'm not talking about the radiators because they weren't on at the Moncourt <laughs> Stadium this morning. Um, <laughs> Gotta save money where you can. That's it. Oh, wow. um, so, uh, what do you make of that? Do you think that perhaps he? I get. I. I mean, I'm not a hundred percent on this, and I could well be wrong. But I got the sense that it wasn't the first time that John and Carolyn had gone for Flickcroft. I got the sense that he might have turned down the job before. And he regretted it. Is that something that you're thinking about that you might have picked up? up I don't, from yeah, that? I mean, I hadn't really thought about that before, but you know, now you say that, I mean, the fact that how quick it how quickly it happened. I, like you just uh, said a minute ago, Cam. If, if um, given where uh, Swindon are in the league and, and and the players they've got and the fan base they've got and the club they are, and and then look where we are, it's very two very similar clubs. So you sort of think, why would you move? But if, the, like you say, the fact that he'd been approached before. And, uh, and for whatever reason turned it down at that point they say if there isn't a regret there maybe you thought you don't normally get two chances with something like this so maybe you thought you know, let's, I'll take it now and, and see where I can take it so um, and I think that like you said the warmth that you were saying about for me I think that a lot of the credit again has to go to John and Carolyn because it would be them that's done the, done the work you know while they've been awake for, for two days made him feel wanted and I think he also said like, you know, what a great feeling it is to be wanted and um, and no doubt he's had a very long chat, met with them, and uh, they've been the one that's persuaded them, well, persuaded him and, and Ben to, to come to the club. Uh, Michael in the comments says, "Why leave Swindon? You 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 have to say the Radfords must have promised the earth." I don't even um, to think that. I mean, uh, Mark's just replied with uh, Swindon have got debts. I mean, they did sell mm. uh, one of the best players for what was it one point five? They got yeah. one point five million last season, and, and that's not been really reinvested too much. In a way, it's a discredit to us as well, saying that we're not that much. I mean, obviously they have a bigger fan base, etc. But we're not that much. When you look at the club and and how it's managed at the moment under John and Carolyn, we are a very attractive club to come to when you look at what's happening. So. In, in some way that you know, that's a bit of a discredit to us saying why did you leave Swindon well you are coming to a very good club Paul Gasthorpe says I hope it says that pronounced that right by the way Paul apologies if not says it's an indicator of uh, it's a good indicator of how far the stags have come I'd usually perceive Swindon to be a bigger club hope it works out um, again like, I think like, mm. like you said Nathan bigger fan base yeah. um, possibly bigger uh, potential there but obviously with the debts there and relegation last season and even when I went they just they did seem to be something there's always seemed to be something 
taken about Swindon, which has either been hit or miss. Whereas Mansfield, it's been it's either down or up, isn't it? I think at the moment it's obviously up with with everything that's going off there. And maybe, and, and this is the key thing for me, um, how important is or how much of a uh, an impact has Ben Futcher had in the the two of them coming? Obviously, Ben Futcher was here on loan under Paul Cox when we reached the, the playoffs for a very brief spell he openly said at the time that he wanted to, to come on loan and, and come on loan again and make that spell permanent it, it just didn't happen mm. um, How he's followed the fortunes of the club since then how much of an impact do you think uh, he's had on that? Well we've seen in the past players coming back and, and wanting to do things so I, I'm not sure about that one to be honest because obviously the, the times have changed a lot since Ben was last here. The clubs, obviously, he did got, remark on that. He yeah, did comment yeah, on that. Obviously, the ground. Obviously, we got the ground back. Uh, we've pretty much got rid of Haslam now. Everything. It's the club isn't up in the air as much as it used to be when Ben used to be here. So I think now that everything's starting to settle down now, like we're not in money problems. We're not got all the off-field problems like we used to have. Um, Fan problems aren't as much as they used to be, other than getting on Stephen Dodge's back in West End. I blame Simon that, for they, that, though. But I, I, mean, I mean, to be honest, even um, you know, e- even David and, uh, and Ben are going to experience that at, at some point. It happens no matter who you are or, or what you are, doesn't it? So mm. that's bound to happen anyway. Well, so. Let's just add to how they react to it, because obviously Stephen Paul. They didn't take it very well. They're always, always biting back and never could, uh, just never knew <coughs> when to quit arguing yeah. with fans. And hopefully, if the fans do get on the back of Dave and Ben at any point for whatever reason, whether it's a sub they don't d- agree with, then it'll just be like, oh, well, that's their choice. I mean, to be honest, I've been looking at since we well since even rumours coming out that it's going to be Flintcroft as, as manager. I've been doing a lot of uh, looking on on Facebook and on Twitter to see what their fans' reactions are. So I think you can sometimes learn a lot. And I'm not talking about when they've been commenting on our stuff because obviously then you get the fans who are just looking to sort of talk rubbish really. But I think you get true sort of sometimes true feelings from their own supporters. And uh, by the sounds of it, they they you know they, they both have been getting a bit of stick at home. Because yeah, I remember one fan saying that why why do you, somebody was saying why would you leave sort of thing and another fan said well when you're getting booed even when you win at home why would you want to stay? It was an interesting so, comment that he made it. actually about his time uh, at Berry. He, he remembers coming back. He remembers being here with, with Berry and he remembers uh, the game earlier this this season as well. And he said I've never known a club where an opposition manager and an opposition side are applauded off the pitch, <laughs> and it's that sort of feel which has sort of made me. Want to sort of you know come in and and, uh, and have a and, and have a go at it really? I sort of want to warn him though because it's not always like that. Is no, it? no, it's, no, it's, 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 it's not from it. We, we know we, we know that Mansfield Town. Some fact, we, we can be very very fickle. So I hope he's not expecting that every game because that certainly won't happen. Keep but, the comments coming in. Uh, I'll just read a few a few more before we, uh, we 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 proceed and Cam takes his point up. Steve says, "I'm glad we, I'm glad we've acted quickly. John and Carolyn deserve uh, great praise for their hard work. Come on, Mansfield people, show your support for the club that we all love." Uh, David says, "Key phrases: It's nice to be wanted. Does this mean there's an undercurrent at Swindon? Were things uh, weren't things quite right?" Mark says, "Looking at all the Swindon comments on the live feed of the press conference today." 
day uh, screams sour grapes Denny says I am sure Flickcroft will get us promoted let's get behind him and Wayne says uh, well done Chon and Karen and your point Cam I think obviously the Stags fans applaud them off it's not I think it's probably the well, it's the only loss that we've had this season they completely outclassed us and they played some quality football so obviously we enjoy seeing some good football we've we've seen that this season when we played some of the bigger teams when we played some quality football so we enjoy seeing it and if all, all we just need to hope for now is that they can bring some of that quality football along with them and just implement it on our team and just get them going again let's have a look at uh, Flickcroft's uh, career outside of playing then obviously uh, uh, appointed to the coaching staff at Rochdale when he was still a player there then appointed uh, assistant manager at Barnsley uh, to Keith Hill uh, went on to become caretaker manager and then obviously uh, become full time manager uh, there as well obviously went on to, to Bury and, and to, to Swindon from that let's have a look at his managerial stats then uh, 45 games uh, for Barnsley 14 wins 13 draws 18 losses a win percentage of 31.1 uh, at Bury obviously uh, took over in December 2013 and stayed until uh, quite a long time until uh, November 2016 157 games 64 wins 39 draws 54 losses 40.8 uh, win percentage and obviously uh, 42 games uh, at Swindon uh, 21 wins 3 draws and 18 defeats 50% bang on, uh, bang on the nose his stats are good and some of the players he, he signed and some of the, the ways he gets players to play even at you remember think back to when Berry won promotion got the ball on the ground liked to play football it was the same at Barnsley it was the same at Swindon Mansfield within that dressing room Nathan have the capabilities to become a ball playing team I think we've seen glimpses of that actually already this season as, as the longer the season has gone on the more we've uh, been playing those nice triangles but it's not just nice triangles it's actually with intent and I think we've got that and what I was about to say I, I actually think on paper we've got a better squad than, than Swindon if you look at the players they've got they've still got some talented players but I think we've got some real quality within our squad that can actually play that football so you know, if if he gets it right, and I, you know, I think I don't know if we'll see much of it in the next twelve games because I think he's going to have to take it's going to take a long time for him to put his own stamp on it. I think so. I'm hoping, touch wood, he's not going to change it too much. Alluding to one of those questions earlier, whether they thought he'd change it or not, but um, I think we've got that potential there, and I, it could it could work very well with the squad we've got yeah let's have a look through some more of the, the comments uh, a lot of Swindon fans Defo didn't want him there but to me it seemed like they were acting like, like Portsmouth and Luton fans used to and expected this league to be easier than it actually is uh, Callum says he wasn't who I hoped uh, to become the new manager but then again I don't own a football club so what do I know I still 100% support him uh, and John and Carolyn uh, Radford uh, and Mark says this squad is good enough to get promotion and um, Obviously, we do sit here in our mock press conference uh, and, you know, having had Flickcroft appointed as manager, it could have been a very different story, though, tonight. We could have been sat here talking about John Dempster and going forward with him as a caretaker and who the new manager would have been. If you were in John and Carolyn's shoes and the phone call with the, uh, the, the Swindon chairman had gone the wrong way and said no we don't want you to talk to him not until at least the end of the season what would you have done Nathan? Personally um, I know you said this in your uh, 
the, your podcast you did a couple of days ago, didn't you, when the, bro- when the news broke and you said about John... Impromptu runs! Check yeah. it out, it's funny. <laughs> it was quite funny, I'll give you that. Um, <laughs> but you obviously you, you alluded to John Dempster and, and possibly Jamie Maguire coming back and, and taking the rest of the season uh, to the end. And um, I, I, I didn't feel that was right for me. Um, I just think the inexperience, we, we've been there and tried that and it's not worked and I don't think it works very often. Um I just felt like with some of the, if we had any well, obviously it's never easy. But if we had some of the lower teams to play towards the end of the season, then I'd probably say yeah, we could do it. But when we have got the likes of Lincoln, Luton, Chesterfield, Notts County, when we have got those sort of games coming up, I feel like we just needed that bit more experience and uh, someone who's uh, who's been in those big games. So for me, that's the only reason why I wouldn't have gone with John Depp, John Dempster, and, and and whoever else is his uh, assistant. I felt like we needed somebody in who's um, got a bit more experience behind them. Right? What would you have done, Cam? Uh, same as Nathan. And we've, obviously, we've seen in the past, after Paul Cox resigned, he, obviously, we took the cheap option and took Adam Murray on. He got chucked in at the deep end, guided us away from relegation zone, got the job permanently end at season. And fair enough, it dug us out a hole, but it didn't solve the problem in the long run. It was just a, a patch-up and make-do for now. And then, obviously... Things started to go sour again. He resigned. Steve came in, got us up towards near the playoffs. Didn't happen. Tried again this season, getting us there, getting us there, and then let go. And I think we just need that strong mentality at the top to get us through that. And I think had Dempster and or Maguire or whoever, I think that jump from youth team football to professional a good standard professional league team I think I think the step would have been too much for them to be honest it's an interesting one I just want to defend John Dempster a little bit I mean I think he's going to go on to become a superb manager and I actually think that you know Flickcroft will start to build his uh, backroom team obviously just for clarification purposes Lee Taylor and Ian Pledge are both still at the club saw them both uh, today didn't get a chance to speak to them but they are still at the club and will remain so until uh, well until until people feel otherwise really I don't mm. think um, I think the only person that Steve Evans will take with him is the man he's already took with him anyway yeah. uh, in terms of having a long bigger backroom staff it's a bit like players sometimes people don't want to go with him so yeah. says it all doesn't it um, some more comments coming through we'll come to those in a second but I just want to defend John Dempster in a minute I think he will come on to the, the senior coaching staff at some point I think, I think he will, he will I just don't think that this is the right yeah. time for him to do and that though but he played with Futcher didn't he when yeah. he was here before I think the, the good mates I think it, it's bound to happen and with two league titles under his belt as a youth team manager I think I wouldn't mind know, if he were like assistant manager I just think the manager's job would just be yeah. a little and bit too big of a stuff. first team coach some of the teams that we're coming up against I think that's a big factor otherwise I say I reckon if we had a fairly simple run in I, I, I may have considered that given them a yeah. chance to be honest just purely based on the fixtures we've got coming up isn't it massive team uh, Mick says a great addition to uh, at short notice will get us up and ha- and has a great squad uh, Lauren asks what do we think uh, to the new manager uh, we've already sort of covered it but yeah. if you, I know obviously some people are late to the party don't worry about that you can catch up on the full audio version and the video version after if you want to see these beautiful faces mainly this one um, after uh, not that one you have uh, pointed at me then you? yeah I pointed at you I pointed at this, yeah. point this one 
Paul Digby. Um, <laughs> uh, you can see the full video version if you want to uh, after we finish later on tonight and get the audio version. Subscribe on iTunes, by the way, if you want as well, and get it straight to your iPhone or whatever phone you have. Have you got it through Alexa yet? Maybe. Yeah. Alexa, play. Try it when you get home. I'm, I'm going to try that. Alexa, play the Mansfield Matters podcast. Um, uh, David <laughs> says uh, Flickcroft Strider fo- football can't be any worse than the dross Evans served up at numerous games before the turn of this year. I'll. I'll give you away games at uh, Cheltenham, Colchester, Barnet, Newport and Crawley for starters and the capitulation against Luton. I'll add to that as well. So there you go. Right then. Um, Obviously, today we have appointed a new manager in uh, David Flickcroft with uh, Ben Fortier as his assistant. John and Carolyn Radford. Sleepless nights, uh, so they said. Um, And early today, I managed to get the opportunity to speak to to them both. And uh, here is their reaction. He was our number one target, and to you know to be able to get him was um, in time for the next training session was a fantastic move. And, and as Karen says, we've, we've not slept these last two days, have we? we? Slept. We've not, we've not been asleep. Yeah. You know, you wouldn't believe the amount of work you have to put into. And also, your brain's just on absolute overdrive. Like we've just been, the adrenaline has been pumping, and our phone, we've, we've literally not stopped. Yeah, the phone's not. It's basically non-stop with um, CVs and people mm. on the job. We'll talk about David and Ben in a second, but let's mm-hmm. just take your mind back to, to Tuesday. Yeah. Let's go back to the end of last week where Peterborough got rid of their manager. Yeah. And obviously, you know that. Steve had a relationship with Barry Fry. Absolutely. Was there a seed of, uh, of doubt that something might happen? Completely out of with me. Absolutely. I mean, the day before we were we were talking about our Steve's game, and so, you know, it's a decision that we, we weren't aware of. And so it's a bit of a shock, you know. Wish Steve all the best and everything, but uh, you know, that's football, and we moved on. Everything got... happens for a reason, I think, in this life. You know, there's a greater. God out there um, and you know this was supposed to be our journey this season um, and just let's hope it ends in a positive one that's all Now you've made the positive move of appointing David and Ben from Swindon what was the, the initial reaction when you phoned it's, ho- it's not a very nice process is it <laughs> We had the same from him yeah. what, um, and you know we, we got on with Lee and he's a fantastic gentleman uh, mm. but he rang us when you looked he rang us in May so actually if you look on my phone uh, <laughs> my phone record show hi um carolyn it's lee powers from swindon um could you give me a call please i gave him a call and it was about you know our manager at the time um and um then my next text to him it's funny how things go around was hi could you give me a call please so it, you know it is football and as I've been going along my journey within the game, I just think it, it is. It's a very ruthless business. Um, and Swindon were in a great, great position, and we wish them all the best. Yeah, I mean, it's hard to, you know, yeah. they've acted, they've acted correctly as we would do, and oh, yeah, uh, it's so and, and uh, you know, it's they, you know, thank, I'm glad we got the opportunity to talk to um, David. Um, and literally everything was done from four o'clock yesterday afternoon. Well, we're working through the night tonight. So. Yeah, but we we really did. We were really thorough in our process, reading through applications, speaking to people on the phone. You know, there's a number of managers out there that know that we've, you know, and we really thank them for putting themselves forward. And you know, we're sorry that they didn't end up with the position. But you know. now, with with 12 games to go, how important was it to import to employ a manager straight away so we can hit the ground running and solitary achieve what is a, a, still a realistic uh, prospect. When we got the news and we, we realised we had to find someone, we immediately looked, well, who would be the perfect person? Yeah. And we, we've known David and we looked at his 
his stats this season, and they're better than our ex-manager's stats. So you know, so he's beat got, us twice. Yeah, he's got a win ratio. So for, he was obviously going to be our number one target. They're in the playoffs. We're in the playoffs, and you know, we probably had a better better squad than um, Swindon. So. Uh, he was the obvious choice. We didn't think we'd get him, but uh, you know we we managed to convince him to come. And uh, it, it's a brilliant day for Mansell, as far as I'm concerned. He's walked into the building and brought such so energy. energy, positivity. You know, he just knows what he wants, and he's and you know, I just have such a really good feeling. Final question to you both. I'll start with you, Carolyn. Obviously. It's been a bit of a turbulent week for the fans this week, looking mm-hmm. at one manager going and then one manager oh. coming in today. What's your message to them? Obviously, an away trip, which, looking out the window at the moment behind you, probably might not happen on Saturday, but yeah. what's your message to them to make sure that you know, we get over the line and end up in League One next season? As always, you know, we have the best fans ever, um, and we just really, really, John and I really, really need your support. It's vital now. I mean, it is a very, it's a horrible thing, you know, to come at the so close to the end of the season when we're in such, a, you know, a, a crucial position at the moment that they're going to need you. To, the players are going to need you to get out and support and just to really support us. What do you make of the, uh, the the chairman and the CEO's comments there? Then obviously me speaking to that's me speaking to the Radfords. Uh, earlier on today thank you very much to both of them for taking the time to do that for us um what's your your reactions upon hearing that then uh, that exclusive interview i mean it's a fantastic interview uh, cheers mate yeah, yeah, they could do this well for done. a day job wouldn't they yeah well done on that one um, and obviously you know thank you for them to you know for taking the time to speak to us as well i mean it just makes i mean i didn't think i could get any more appreciation for for what they do but listen to that i i found even more because it obviously goes to show that They've put in so much hard work to make sure they do the right thing for this club. And um, as you can quite clearly tell, the most annoying thing is the timing of all of this. And, uh, you know, we all know that's the worst thing probably about this, really. And um, I think it's been very challenging for them. You know, uh, I'd probably say it's still relatively new, this whole chairman and, you know, business to them. Uh, I mean, I've been here for a while now, but still relatively new. And uh, I don't think they've ever had anything like this to deal with before, have they, really? So, um, well done to them because obviously they they had their um, their goal their target I should say and they got out there and got him. Have they learned from the Paul Cox situation? Obviously, a bit a bit of a difference in terms of you know the, the league position we were in and the form we were in and things like that. But that was the first time they'd had had a real taste after. Obviously, I don't really I don't really look at David Holdsworth and Duncan Russell as one where they've had to go and appoint a manager because that was in, inevitable anyway they took over David Holdsworth in charge they wanted somebody else in charge they put Duncan Russell in charge because they had other things to deal to deal with he did well for us and got us to Wembley and then they appointed Paul Cox and stuck with him for many many a season mm. and then when he decided that he wanted to resign because things weren't going quite well and he felt like he'd taken us as far as he could that was the first time they'd had um, to um to, to look for a replacement and look about, think about another direction. Have they learnt, Cam, from that experience, and and because and, and maybe had a backup plan? I'd say so. Yeah, obviously, when I can't, I think it was John that said it. Where obviously the news came a bit of a shock, and they've had to think on their toes a bit, and actually had to think about right, who's going to be the 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 guy to take us forward, and they've obviously done their own work and. 
uh, obviously had a look around and seen different more than just um, obviously spoke to more than just Dave uh, by the sounds of it and I think hopefully come the end of the season and we do get promotion they'll have they'll be pleased that they have made the right decision and I think I think the, the promotion at the end of it is what they deserve because everything they've done this season and then to go and do this this close to the end of the season to find a guy to keep that going and it's such a hard task to find a good manager in the middle of the season never mind to pluck one from our one of our I'd say rivals, rivals. Yeah, yeah, I'd say rivals just how close it is at the top of the league too it's it's just to pluck someone from a manager and a manager that's beat us twice already this season. So he knows what he yeah, knows. He inevitably, he knows what it takes to beat a Mansfield Town side and therefore will know how to improve it, you would think, wouldn't you? You, you could look at it that way, yeah, couldn't you? Yeah. He, knows, he knows our weaknesses. So let's uh, hope one of the first things he does do is uh, makes that stronger. Yeah. That'll make us strong as a team, won't it? So. One thing which I found interesting today, I mentioned, alluded to it earlier on, the press conference took place at around quarter to 11 uh, this morning. I arrived at the One Course Stadium probably about half past nine to get everything uh, set up, obviously, for my day job. We broadcast it live. Hellish, uh, hellish, hellish day to do that. Press box is very slippy. This, the ground was very, very slippy. Um, but anyway, the point is, when I arrived, uh, the youth team were already there. They were all clearing the, the 3G pitch. Um, John Dempster was in, in great spirits, helping them do that. Then some of the senior players arrived and went after skidding around the car park. I'm not going to mention any uh, dodgy right-back's name, Hayden White, <laughs> uh, but uh, doing handbrake turns around the car park. Um, but uh, they, some of them went to, to, to help those who could spare the, the five minutes and didn't have to go in for treatment and things like that. They went... Um, to help clear that pitch. Great sort of show of, of unity uh, on, on that front. And then there was a training session straight away uh, this afternoon. Just shows, doesn't doesn't it, how eager he is to sort of uh, hit the ground running. They had the meeting, then went out and trained. Mm. I think it just shows that they're ready to just turn up, get on with it, and just try and keep everything relatively normal. Obviously, everything's normally up in the air after you appoint a new manager or lots of getting used to new players, new surroundings, uh, working with different members of staff, and just getting used to the club, getting a feel for the club. Obviously, it was always... Uh, that's always one of the hardest things for the manager, because obviously it's not his squad, it's not his staff. So, it's fair enough, he's got Ben Futcher coming with him, but it's like working with Lee Taylor and Ian Pledger and... Uh, Lizzie Reed and all the fitness staff, uh, the the physios and everything, trying to get to get to grips with who's out injured, who's going to be, how long injury wise, because that's all sort of stuff we need to catch up with. So to get on with it, just get that sort of stuff out done and over with within the first day, trying to get it within the first week, it just shows that they are wanting to crack on with the games and just get us over the line just keep everything flowing at the club speaking at the conference this morning uh, he was asked the question considering the weather um, Stevenage on or off and he went 100% I want it on because there's a spirit in the dressing room we want to hit the ground running and things like that but a little bit of me the cynicalness of me uh, did think a little bit obviously just what he just said that for me if I was a manager going in surely you'd want it to be off wouldn't you an extra, extra day to 
you know, work with them and get to know them a little bit better rather than go straight to that match situation? Um, what would you rather I, have? I, I want it off. Um, it sounds daft because, I mean, I've, at the start of the week, I was saying I can't believe we went game on Tuesday. I want it to open come round, but... I think now, given what's happened, I just think he needs a bit more time. But then also, I don't want Lincoln to be the first game, so I want them both to be off. And then I think looking at the forecast, I know Mez does absolute wonders for for, for Mansfield Town Football Club. But looking at the but forecast, if you want to take a break, have, having sort of been up in that stand today and around the one course stadium, it's an ice rink. Hmm. It is an absolute sheer not, ice rink. It's not just a place, so, is it? It's, it's the surrounding ground. ground so. Exactly. Oh, yeah. So I, I can see the next two games. It being depends off, what comes, so. doesn't it, over the next well, yeah. weekend things. But I, I do think it's important for him for, for them to, to get a bit of time together. And I think it might just be, yeah, I just a bit, a bit uncomfortable going into it. I think, and uh, especially this time of season, because every point is is absolutely massive. I think now with twelve games left, so. Um, for me, I'd rather have it off. And of course, there is a pitch inspection tomorrow at Stevenage to determine if that one will be on or off. I would pretty much put money on it being off, to be honest. The yeah. more snow set for, for certain parts of the country overnight, it's going to freeze over as well. So as you say, safety aspect as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's all on that one. One thing we always do on this podcast is obviously, you know, tonight it's a little bit different. We've gone for the press conference style setup. We've not done the connection question. We're not doing who wants to be a stag millionaire, which Nathan was furious at, but it's all right because uh, I got him some biscuits and he feels much <laughs> better good. about it now, don't he? Yeah. It's all good now. <laughs> it's better than um, a million. Well, well, there you go. It's only been a million points. It's not a million pounds. I hope somebody has clarified that for you. Ah. But you can be in the hot seat next week. It's all good. Uh, one thing we've not done is we've not talked about uh, last Saturday's game. I mean, it seems a bit. Who did it, we even play? We, exactly. <laughs> I had that exactly. I'm going to do something I never do now if you're watching the video version of this I always have a clipboard in front of me um, which is as you can see by the massive wad of paper there probably uh, has a load of notes on it for each podcast I usually have at least two three pages of notes for, for each show with fixtures and with talking points and what have you uh, this is all I had for today I don't, you won't see it very very clearly um, just a couple of talking points to, to focus on um, and I got to the the bit where we're talking about um, the last game and I just put Saturday drew 1-1 and then I couldn't remember who we played <laughs> uh, I completely went blank in my in my head uh, one all draw against Coventry against t- 10 men obviously you know Evans was in charge uh, for that one but that's irrelevant because it's still the same squad of players who take to the pitch on Saturday weather permitting or in the next game whenever that may be what did you make of it? <laughs> um First ten minutes a bit shaky, but uh, I think I think we started to settle into the game a bit, and then the, the real game changer came. Obviously, when uh, when their player got sent off, was it a red card or not? I'd I'd say it was. There's been a lot of uh, it was the covering defender, wasn't it? By the letter of the law, it was a red card. A lot of debate, and it's like, oh, under the new laws. No, it's like I think someone was trying to justify it. Under the new laws, that is not a red card because blah, 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 I can't remember what it was. And I just says, well, no, the letter of the law is if it had been inside the penalty area, it couldn't it shouldn't, it couldn't have been a red card because it was outside. It I've was. just found some old quizzes, by the way. Sorry, carry on. <laughs> we're not doing a quiz. No, we're not. Carry on. <laughs> anyway, um, so it's, uh, it's definitely the last man, so it's definitely a red card. But it's just the commentary fans were so bitter about it. And I think that's the only thing that spoils... Coventry because they're a, they're a good team, they've got a good manager in charge, and fair enough the chairman couldn't give two two poos about them, but <laughs> um, 
but he's, he's obviously put a little bit of money in, got the play a couple of players in, and the fans are still going, but they're obviously bitter towards the management, and that's that's what gets me about commentary. Well, I'm, I'm and I think they're too good, too big for this league. And yeah, same was what Plymouth were, and same was what Luton were when they came up from the conference and. What Portsmouth well, were when they were in the conference, and yeah. when they came up from it. Oh yeah, so it's like that's always puts a ne- negative spin on games with them sort of teams because you're always like, oh, you know, the fans are going to kick off. It's like at the end of the game, well, towards the end when they were throwing bits of paper at Conrad Logan. It's like that's just pathetic. Didn't catch one of them, did he? Either <laughs> <laughs> concerning. That's the change for next uh, on Saturday, isn't it? Do you know what you've just taken my next talking point? Go on. You've just you've just taken my next talking point out of my mind. We was somebody asked earlier about at the very start yeah. about changes. You you just going to say that's a good point actually, which leads me to believe that you're going to talk about team changes. And if you're not, well, um, then, then you're, you're useless and you're sat. You're out. You're out. You, you, start yourself. Start yourself a Peterborough Matters podcast. No, the posh podcast. <laughs> Oh, right. hey, well, there you go. It, huh? Doesn't it, Peter <laughs> fans? If you want to tap that up, that's a million pounds for that podcast idea. If it's already a podcast, then swivel. Uh, <laughs> cool, come on, let's let, let's talk. Uh, let, let's talk changes. I don't know what changes were made to be. I think maybe possibly change the midfield. Possibly depends when the game is. If you're talking about Saturday, I, I don't think he will make many changes because I want to stick to what the players know and and. If that makes sense. I'm going to stick my neck on the line and I'm going to say we ain't playing until next Saturday. Which, would be, which would be what? Colchester uh, at home? Is it Colchester at home? Yeah. I think Colchester. So. Colchester. Yeah, Colchester. Um, so, right. Let's let's work on that basis. Next game's 10th. Next game's next Saturday, 10th. Colchester at home. You've had a week with... You've had 10 days with the players. Make a change. Do it. What are you doing? What's your team? Who are you changing? Depends on the conditions. What's so, are you cop out? What's you cop out? Answer the question. You're a cop out. That's a fair point. Though. That's I mean, a fair point. Right. If the pitch is going to be a rock hard pitch, you don't want to be someone like CJ Hamilton because it's not normal conditions. Right, normal Saturday afternoon. Body, right. Why complicate it, it? It's a simple bloody <laughs> topic, man. It's really not. It is. Not. <laughs> it is. But in certain conditions, so it's suit certain players he's still going down the we're going road. for a normal condition come on fine um, in other words he doesn't know no, he's just he, trying to, he's it's trying March to it's spring he, he spring won't put now. his neck on it spring no, it's spring out there. he no, won't put sure. his neck on it he won't know, put his neck on the line and, and risk upsetting players you're I'd, a new drop, manager you're a new I'd, man at a new club who are you playing I drop CJ thank you that's all we wanted we wanted I disagree with that but okay go on I think I don't know I think CJ's Tries hard. He's not had the. He didn't have the greatest game on Saturday. I think and he I think, did the first half. I mean, every chance that we got came from him. From, I, saying, I think from it that was side. just. It was just always like, he'd get there, but he just couldn't finish it off. It's same with Kane. Kane Evans. That's who's to blame for on Saturday. I, well, I'm just gonna jump in because I just think like Saturday. All the, the the changing point for us was the fact that we didn't get our second goal. If we got a second goal, we'd have won that game. Obviously, that's quite obvious, isn't it? But you know what I mean? Like That would have put the game to bed for me. The momentum the would have been there a little yeah, bit more, Yeah, the it? fact yeah, we didn't is why they got that equalising goal, which is, for me, before the game I took a point, after the fact that down 10 men wasn't good enough. But anyway, 
I felt that a lot of the chances came from CJ on that wing. He got past his player every single time, and he actually put decent balls into the box. The problem was, is I don't blame the strikers. I don't, you know, it wasn't. We know they can score. I just think it wasn't one of those days where it just wasn't working for them, especially Hemmings. So I wouldn't drop Hemmings. I, I uh, sorry, I wouldn't drop. I wouldn't drop um, CJ for that because I think he did he did what he could. It was the other players that it just wasn't happening. Let us know your thoughts in, in the comments if you're watching the live feed of this. Uh, Paul says that he might play Melis more. Melis didn't seem to want it enough for me under Evans. Didn't really get a chance, did he? I mean, he, he, was, he, got, he got a bit of form, didn't he? When he got injured, yeah. so. Maybe, I mean, obviously, the thing is as well with Melis, there's one who will probably be in there because he's played under him before. And yeah. this man as well, I mean, we, t- we take the mickey out of this man, Paul Digby, but uh, he was one of the first names he mentioned. He knows what talent he's got at centre-half. Pull him back. Say, where did he play? Him that's, that's my question. Was centre-half. It centre-half and right-back. Right back, so. yeah. And I mean, right-back as well. Predominantly more right-back. Just back don't put him in midfield. That's, I wouldn't mind it. him in the team if he just doesn't put him in midfield. Really. I think he, he might be inclined to... I mean, he knows what Mansfield's all about. He's seen us play. He's played against and has beat, beaten us. And I think, you know, one of the areas he'll identify is probably that right-back area. I mean, I love Paul Anderson to, to bits. I think he's an absolute class player and I think he's a, a good quality right-back as well. But it, friend of the yeah. show, of course, as well. He said <laughs> hello, by the way, earlier. Hey. He recognised us and said hello. Um, so, hello. Um, what I was going to say is... Um, he played there against Swindon in in the game recently and didn't really have the greatest of games. I think he might be inclined to to change that sort of area up, the full-back area, right-back, and move him into more of a midfield. And I think he might change the front two. But that's the thing. As much as you're going to hate it, if you take Anderson out of the squad... The only other right back we've got is Hayden White. No, you're saying this man. This man. I'm talking Paul Digby. centre back. Plays, he plays, such a best, such a good centre. I agree, but under but, but under the new manager under Flitcroft, <laughs> he's played right back before, and that's where Flitcroft knows him, and that's where Fl- Fl- I mean, Flitcroft I mean, rates it, him. Would, would you rather? I mean, if you're going to put Digby, if you say if you say he's definitely going to put Digby in, and you're saying he's better centre back, would you say then put Reece Bennett back at right back, even though he's been mm, solid no, centre back? This is too solid as a centre back. But then, then, then who's the other centre back you're going to drop? Pierce, Diamond. This, too many good players there. That's, that's the headache we there. have. Uh, that's one thing we've not mentioned this week, actually. You've just remi- reminded me by uh, talking about about that man. Um, it was all looking rosy going forward because on Monday uh, we actually had the contract extensions yeah. of <laughs> Christian Pierce, of Mal Bennett and uh, Amari Sterling James. Which is I think it's quite brilliant. interesting that <laughs> Steve Evans, obviously, he's done all that. He came out and said about Amari Sterling James. He's, he's one of these players that I think is going to grow into a great player. I can see him in the future being a part of my plans in the future and he signs a contract and then walks away the following day what's that all about although Steve Evans has, has little to do with the contract extension it was all done by <laughs> yeah. the Radfords and who they wanted to, to keep but, as well so. by the sounds of it those three as well were sort of it was a work in progress for a while so it probably hasn't something that he's thought of that weekend and said can you do it it's probably something that has been working for a while it just happened to be at that point where it was all signed so I, I mm. yeah, I don't, I don't, yeah you know sense. what I mean but yeah. um can, does anyone know when McDonald's contract finishes? Because that's what scares me. I think it's the end of the season because he signed in 18 months, didn't he? Because he, he signed mm. for us last January and he signed an 18-month deal. We need him to sign. We really need him to sign. I think League One, he'll be a massive player for a League Two, massive player. And I think even if he doesn't, even if a championship side comes in for him, it'll be a massive amount of money coming in. So we need him to sign. Exactly. And I hope he doesn't go to Peterborough. I mean, that's that's going to be the, the talking point. I mean, it's going to cost Peterborough a hell of a lot of money to uh, to get Danny Rose. 
obviously just signed a new contract a couple of weeks ago so uh, no doubt he'll be one that would be happy but like, but like I say maybe we don't know how the players are thinking maybe they're relieved right now and uh, maybe they're thinking thank god he's gone not going to get a headache after every game or earache or a deaf ear you know what I mean so maybe they're a bit relieved he's gone and maybe like a lot of other players they don't want to go to playing Steve Evans again Oh, maybe, maybe. We'll, we'll, we shall uh, wait and see. Now, um, plenty to, to talk about. It's, it's been fantastic, uh, you guys joining in with all the comments tonight. It's been probably one of the most popular podcasts uh, of the series. We're going to wrap things up now for tonight. Uh, my thanks once again to John and Carolyn for being accommodating earlier on uh, this evening with, uh, well, earlier on today, sorry, uh, by doing that interview we're going to edit that into the uh, audio version of this so if you want to catch that you can do we might just stick it on the, the page for you to uh, catch again at your leisure uh, as well Steve Evans is gone he's off to, to the land of the posh and his mate Barry Fry always uh, always dodgy which is quite ironic considering who his number two is a man called Dodgy. David Flitcroft has arrived, bringing with him Ben Futcher, uh, former Stags uh, defender, albeit very briefly as well. He commented today on how far the club, the club has grown since he's, uh, since he's been and gone. And just who knows, with a new man in charge and with 12 games to go left this season, maybe the club can grow even more in the future. It's still up in the air. And I'm going to ask you this question before we uh, um, wrap things up tonight. One word answer and then your expl- explanation, please. Twelve games to go. David oh, Flitcroft yeah. has been appointed Mansfield Town manager. Promotion, doesn't matter which way, playoffs or automatic, yes or no. Nathan. Oh, come on, give it count first. Um... <clears throat> Gut instinct. <laughs> I'm going to say yes. Why? What's your heart and what's your gut telling you? Other than Alina McDonald's, other fast food restaurants are available. Yeah, okay, I see. Well, they don't have any chicken. Yeah, or gravy. They've run out of gravy now. Yeah. Conspiracy theory uh, KFC chicken disappearing. Steve Evans, let's just blame him. Moving yeah, on, let's go. On. That's, that's great. Yeah. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> let's move on. Let's go back to it. Um, to be honest, actually, my heart's saying, my gut feeling is actually saying no, but my heart's saying yeah. So I'm, it's just, I don't want to sit on the fence, but. I just feel like the instability is actually there. I just I've got a feeling it's going to be difficult ending to the season, but we've got the quality there. It's, yeah, I don't know. This is really hard. I don't know. No, no, you could. I had a go at him for not naming this. I know, for answering the question. Now you colours to a mask. Yes or no? All right, I believe in. I believe in the players we've got. So I'm going to say yes. Can yes. Why? We've seen the teams that that how. Flickcroft played and they've completely outplayed us and if he can get a similar sort of response from our players that he did with his players when he played against us then we've got more than enough to push even if it's through the playoffs even mounted a late charge for the top of the league because it's not that far away Luton now so it's all getting very nice and tight up there so it's still within touching distance let's just not lose to Chesterfield please like, like Swindon did it's all about yeah. it's all it's all about how much we as supporters now come out and back it. it. We were all, and I think I speak for us all when I, when I say this. We were all, I don't think, surprised on Tuesday when the news broke, but we were frustrated. And the way that Evans has handled it himself since then, four or five different versions of the story. 
one of them is Paul Rayner wanted to go. Uh, another one is uh, Evans rang them. Another one is that Evans was only looking for tickets and they approached him. Another one uh, is is that Evans uh, was in Waitrose. Make of that what you will. Um, <laughs> the, the point I'm trying to make is we're all angry and hurt, I think is the right word here. Hurt and, and disillusioned by, by the lack of um, faith, the lack of professionalism, yeah. the lack of... Stickability and and the want to the want to stay around and, and deliver on a promise, and you know that will continue because there will be more interviews with Steve Evans where he's asked about it. I don't know what he said on Talksport too early tonight. If I had have known he was on, I'll reiterate this. I'd have loved to to uh, to have gone um, toe to toe with him and, and and had it out. That would have made for far interesting more <laughs> interesting radio than me plugging this podcast which I got in at least three times by the Dude. way Boris thank you very much um, it's all good work um, it's all about now moving on John and Carolyn have acted in the utmost professionalism in approaching a club and doing things the right way which Peterborough haven't um, in, and have done well to get Flickcroft and Futcher over the line they're in charge now they've taken charge of a training session they've met with the players they know the direction they want to go and believe me I've looked into the eyes of David Flickcroft and I've looked into the eyes of Ben Futcher and the Radfords and there's only one direction that they want to go that's not what makes you beautiful or any more one direction related some title puns you want to get in there <laughs> can't think of any more off the top of my head which just shows that I hate one direction any, any, you want to chuck something Cam you like one direction don't you? you've got some posters in your room I mean if you sing I'm having the best song ever but Oh, there he is! There he is! There he is! He's been no, it's West Life for me, mate. West Life, West Life, West Life all the way. Uh, well, the only one, the only way for the Radfords and for F and F, Flickcroft and Futcher, and that is up towards League One, Mansfield Town, uh, public of Mansfield Town. Whether you've been to one game, whether you've been to every single game, no matter when the next game is. Please get there. The next home game, whether it be Tuesday night or next Saturday, get yourself to the One Course Stadium. Forget about that Scottish bloke. I'm out. I'm gone. I'm in Peterborough now. Don't worry about you. I'm not looking back. And uh, forget about his mate Dodgy. Forget about the touchline antics and the little jibes between fans and the digs at referees and what have you. Doesn't matter because he is a thing of the past. It's all about Flickcroft now, all about Futcher, and all about the one thing which is never really gone away has it and that is project promotion thank you very much for joining us uh, tonight thank you to Nathan and for Cam uh, we'll hopefully have uh, Simon and Mark back with us uh, on the panel next week obviously if you look out the window uh, of, of your house you'll see the snow beginning to set on the fall temperatures are, are looking to drop overnight as well so it is going to turn into an absolute ice ring do stay safe out there whatever you do and just get behind Flickcroft and Futcher because project promotion has never gone away Snow, ice, that's all going to melt away, isn't it? And underneath it all will be a path towards League One. Let's get there. Thank you for joining us. See you again. Same time next week, 6.30. This is the Mansfield Matters podcast for the fans, by the fans. Why? Well, as this week has shown, Mansfield really does matter. Good night. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximize your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See McDonald's.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. 
They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.